Oh, hey there, kids. Hello. Welcome to Bar Talk. Welcome. My feathers are rustled. I am He is very rustled right now. He's flustered. He's bustered. He's cuspered. <gasps> we just recorded half a fucking episode, mm-hmm. realizing the video is once again not on. Yeah. But we will give you what you deserve. Oh, That's why yeah. we're just going to do a whole fucking another oh, yeah. one. So we're going to pick up where we left off uh-huh. with fucking uh-huh. chess. Hunter, go. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, my co-host here is very, very aggravated by this. So just we apologize for the inconvenience. But we're gonna we're gonna keep this fucking ball rolling. We do it for you. Yeah, we do it just for you. Anyways, Magnus Carlson, Hans Zimmer. Nope, that's not it. That's not Hans Wienerman. Whatever his Wasn't name is. Wasn't Hans Zimmer like a Nazi? <laughs> no, Hans Zimmer is the guy who did the score for Interstellar and Inception and oh, stuff like that. Close. <laughs> okay, never mind. Keep going. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> there's been a big uproar of chaos in the chess community. So going back to 2020, whenever COVID first hit, was this big popularization of chess. Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, yeah, Queen's Gambit. Queen's Anya Gambit. Taylor-Joy. Yeah. So sexy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Fuck. Oh, yeah. But everybody started getting into chess then. Before, it was just a small, isolated niche of people that were really doing it and it blew up fast forward to now the past few weeks have been crazy for the chess world the chess community not that some of you will care but it has struck um it it has fascinated many people like carson you said you were oh yeah fascinated by it even though you don't care for chess yeah look chess is gay Okay, okay, it's okay. gay as fuck. Right, but this right. is very interesting. Right. Because this is literally like like to put this in perspective from an outsider's view. Who I, I'm kidding. I respect chess. I think you have to be very no, smart to be good at chess. Um to put this in perspective, this is the world champion, the greatest plus chess player of all time, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Playing against the new hope to be World champion, greatest player of all time. Hans the, the quickest uprise of all time to Grandmaster, correct? Yeah, he's like the highest grossing Grandmaster right. ever. Right. right now. He, he's, only eight, he's only 19. Yeah, exactly. So That's the thing. You have those two people who are finally going at it in a match because they'd never played before, mm-hmm. right? Well, I don't know Had if they'd they? never played before, but maybe not in tournament fashion. Okay. Okay, well, in a world championship, the two greatest chess players of all time are going at it. And then what happens in that match? Magnus resigns second move, correct? Well, that was... So I'll just give the whole break. Okay, yeah, go ahead. So basically, Magnus Carlsen, best of his time, which is right now, um, Hikaru, who is debatably, debatably the second best, can't can't really touch him. He'll beat him every once in a while. Sure, mm-hmm. everybody 
beats everybody every once in a while. But Magnus is number one for a reason. There was a game uh, at one of these chess.com tournaments or one, one of these chess tournaments around the world, and Magnus played Hans. And it was a good game. Hans played really well to the point where Magnus resigned. And they played a pretty much a full game. Oh, so they played a full game. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then from then, Magnus dropped out of the tournament and said, publicly, legally, I cannot talk about why I'm leaving the tournament, but it is my professional decision. And I'm going to leave it at that for now until I can speak more on the matter. Mm-hmm. And so everybody started like divulging and analyzing the game and everything that happened. And they're like, why? And that's whenever all of the accusations came about Hans, that he was cheating. With anal beads. With something, yeah. Didn't someone say anal beads? I, I don't he know. He was shoving that, shit up his ass and then it vibrate <laughs> to give him a certain move. Dude, I'm not even kidding, though. I'm pretty sure I, I like, listened to that. Someone accused him of using <laughs> vibrating anal beads to tell him what to do. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Maybe a little bit. What are you willing to do to win the game, young exactly. man? Exactly. Exactly. What is that your approach? It is very <laughs> suspicious, though, because Hans has... Admitted to cheating before. Right, on websites, Online. Right? Yeah. When he was 14 and 15. And he's 19 now, and he says he hasn't cheated ever since. Mm-hmm. And Magnus just dropped out, not saying a damn word about it. He said, if I... He quoted another um, chess player or something and was like, if I speak more on the matter, I'll get in trouble. So he didn't speak more on it. Fast forward... Again to now. That sounds like a very just generic quote. If yeah. I speak more on the matter, I'll get in trouble. Yeah, I don't know. He was referencing. He, he just he tweeted a video of a guy saying that. Okay. All right. Anyway, sorry. Continue. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. The sun is shining bright today. He was quoting <laughs> someone else with that. Shakespeare. Right. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Um, fuck, I'm going to train of thought is off. I know, I'm sorry. Oh, they played again. Okay. Yeah, they played again, and Magnus resigns on the second move. Yeah. He plays, he plays one move. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And that's whenever the chess world was. Yeah. Like a catastrophe. What? Catastrophical. Catastrophical shit was placed on the chess world. <laughs> and everybody's freaking the fuck out. Like, why could he do this? He's the best in the world. Why would he not play him? Is he just a little pissy boy? Is he pissed? Mm-hmm. Because nobody knows. But everybody theorizes that he's been Hans. He doesn't trust Hans. Right. And I think it was a few days ago, he literally came out with his first official statement that Hans is, he does believe that Hans has been cheating. But he said it in a way that wouldn't cause any legal trouble for him, which was smart. And that he will not play with him. Yeah. Because he does not trust his capabilities. Yeah. He doesn't know. Because he said at certain 
very high-pressure moments during the game that they played, he said that it seemed as if Hans was barely even paying attention. And he would just, like, execute perfectly? Mm-hmm. Okay. But this, the, the scale of this is important to articulate because this is not like... This is not even... This isn't an international sport. So it's not like the Super oh, yeah, Bowl. It is. And someone, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm saying, saying this is, is an international oh, yeah, yeah. sport. It's not like the Super Bowl. It's not like... I know you like to think this, but it's not like Auburn and Alabama football. <laughs> this is like... This is like Brazil and Germany going in the FIFA World Cup, and then Germany just saying, nah, not playing. They're yeah. cheating. We're done. Yeah. That's it. And But now it's even bigger because it's literally two people, two individuals, one-on-one. And this guy says, not going to do it. I know we're the best in the world. and go fucking do it. Yeah. That is some – and I respect someone was saying that they don't like that he did that. I fuck with it. That is slapping your dick on the table, Mm -hmm. saying, I'm not fucking with this pussyfoot and ass motherfucker. No, yeah. I'm gonna just not even play because I don't respect him. Mm -hmm. And they and he said he was like, there needs to be more countermeasures and preparation for searching his ass for over the table games, you know. Like searching his ass for vibrating anal beads. Yeah, that's him. They're right there. No, that's empty. Oh. I don't know. I handed them back to you. Okay. You got them somewhere hidden in there. Anyways, it's been very troubling for some in the chess community. Yeah. Because we have Magnus, who is the best, has the best standing, debatably debatably the best in the world Mm -hmm. ever. I've heard ever. Well, he is the best in the world. I'm saying ever. Yeah. Um, It's just crazy. Because not only do you have the number one chess player's reputation on the line. You have a young man's mental health and reputation on the line. Hans as well. Because what if he isn't? What if he, sure, he fucked up a couple times when he was 14, 15, Mm -hmm. and then he comes back and tries to make a name out of himself, tries to do it legit, and who knows? Maybe he did beat um, Magnus fair and square, but... Yeah, but at this point, it doesn't matter because now he can actually be the prodigy that he proclaims. I don't know. Be the quickest rising chess star ever. But no matter what, there will be a majority of people who say, "Nah, fuck it, he cheated." Mm -hmm. Exactly, his reputation is tainted forever now. But fuck it. But I don't trust a rat or a snitch punk. Yeah, if you really wanted to prove it, you would have spread your ass cheeks open right there, Hansi. Yeah. But Let you them didn't do beads that, did you? Pop out. Let them beads pop out. Yeah. Didn't do that. You fuck. Should have proven it. How bad do you want it? Obviously not that bad. And apparently his trainer had cheated before, too. So yeah, if he's I mean, training him and he's cheated, he's probably training him to cheat. Hey, come on. Come on. You know? Too much evidence. Yeah. It's like saying... It's like I was watching that uh, Ted Bundy movie because my friend is just, like, fanboying over serial killers now. And um, so he's watching the Ted Bundy movie, and there's that part where, like, the teeth, his teeth literally match up to the bite mark that he left mm-hmm. on the girl's ass cheek. Yeah. And then he's like, no, nah, it wasn't me. And he's like, these literally match up to your teeth. Like, he has a chip in his tooth. He's like, the, the chip is, is in her, it's imprinted in her ass. Like, what are you saying? These aren't your teeth? And he's like, no, nah, it wasn't me. It's like, yeah, 
It was you. Come on now. Don't do that. But I was right about fanboying mm. over uh, serial killers, by the way, because now they're doing a John Wayne Gacy one. I thought they already did one. No, but like, oh, a, like a one a, that's made by the same. Oh, yeah. Dramatic side. I'm not doing good with words today. It's okay. It's okay. I love you. Dramatization. Drama. Dramatization. Dramatization. Catastrophical dramatization. Catastrophical dramatization. There you go. You got it now. You're fine. Um, and John Wayne Gacy will, will be played by The Rock. That was confirmed. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be. But yeah, I mean, insane. It's like you you cheated for sure. If you're trainer and you cheated, you probably cheated. Yeah. Yeah, but it's but. just the crazy. It's just hysteria. Yeah, it's, it's the hysteria around it. People who are on Magnus' side, people who are in the middle about it. I say kill Hans. <laughs> Shit. Fuck him. Just throw him just in the lake. Literally kill him. Throw him in the lake. He's a good for nothing cheater. He's, Bye. Ni- he's 19. Could have done something else with his life. You exactly. Know? Just throw him in the lake. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to realize that that dream ain't yours to have. You should be like a, a plumber or a Scooby-Doo rider. There it is. Did you hide it in your ass? I, I hid it in my ass. In my, my gooch, actually. So, <laughs> wait, did any of the, the squirrel flap things, did that, get, well, that, that was on the, the yeah, previous yeah, last one, right? Episode. Damn. I was just basically explaining how... You know, we're, we love the government. We wouldn't believe that they killed Martin Luther King or JFK or anything like that. We love the government so much that we advocate every single booster, every monkeypox vaccine, because your life matters. And go vote. And vote, especially. Um, one thing for me that I realized was the monkeypox vaccine gave me powers and I, I got up. It was like, uh, what, 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 what was that movie? Fuck. I have no idea what a man what? that can fly like oh, a squirrel. Yeah. Is that a movie? No, no, no. The monkeypox vaccine. Return of the Apes? No. That's the... <laughs> World War Z? No, the monkey movie that I was talking about earlier. Oh, Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking of Return of the Apes. Though, one of... yeah. So... It's like that scene where he lets him go in the wild and he just climbs up the tree just vigorously. He's just so fucking excited. That's what I did because the monkeypox vaccine gave me powers. And I right. just, I sent that shit all the way up. Okay. How did this, um, how did flaps in your taint remind you of this? Because I, I was talking about it in the last one. I, oh. I loved the monkeypox monkey okay. vaccine so much that I got... The squirrel pox vaccine, and I I got these flaps like a flying squirrel, so I was just like, <laughs> just fucking flying across, preaching the word, man. Kanye, twenty twenty. Yeah. Word up! I would love to have a flap in my taint and just store shit in there. That's what that is actually originally like a kangaroo where pocket. This is like full circle now. Just on your taint. That is sack. originally what I was trying to tie together because this was 
in my crotch, <laughs> and I was thinking, what if I had something a like sack. that, like a wallet, but in my taint? Like a Mary Poppins purse, but in your taint. Yeah, You know, like when you reach in there, and it's like it's like this big, but she reaches in, and she'll like mm-hmm. pull out a car or pull something. Pull out a rabbit. Yeah. yeah, like some shit like that. Dude, speaking of this, this has always confused me. Women forget they have a tampon in and then just plug up an extra one in there. Oh, wow. I've heard of this happening before. And then they have to go get the Ooh. other one unlodged. Oh. And I'm like, how do you forget that you have a tampon in? I thought there was a string. Yeah. But, like, then they just put one in accidentally. It's like, it's like forgetting that you have a car in your single car garage. And you're, like, looking around in your garage... And you're like, where's my car? It's like, you know it's in there. It's not like it's, again, Mary Poppins' purse up in there where it's like just a space you can crawl in and like you can hide a man in there or something. It's like a, I feel like, small compartment. Yeah. And to shove, to forget that you have a fucking cotton stick up in there in the puss just soaking and then just shove another one in there it's like going to work with no clothes on yeah like hey guys i'm fucking here oh my god how could i forget oh sorry now i have to go out of my way and lodge this out of my pussy (laughs) and um no, but that sounds painful. Oh, Maybe yeah. not. A, is oh, it yeah. painful or is it just discomforting? I mean, dude, I bet. You know, tampons like this big. Imagine two of these. That's oh. like that's like fucking Shaquille O'Neal. It's gotta hurt. Well, apparently vaginas are very long horizontally. Like you mean like, like up to l- the cervix? Like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Oh. You know what I just thought of? What? I was about eight years old. Oh, boy. And my buddy came over, Cody Harville. Oh, boy. And he's like a year older than us. He came over, and I had to be like 10 or something. He was 11, something like that. He comes over, and the first thing he tells me is, he's like, dude, I was watching the news last night, and this guy... Like, fell on a broomstick, and it went up his ass, and he died. And I was just sitting there like... (laughs) What? Have you ever heard of uh, Mr. Hands? Mr. Hands? Yeah. You know what that is? No. Is it like a sexual Hans? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, close. No. It's uh, these two gay guys... They jack off a horse till it gets hard. Oh. And then they put one of them underneath it, and then the horse, like... No, I've seen... The horse pumps, and it ruptures his intestines and kills him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I heard about it. Sounds that. like the same thing. Pretty much. But how... That broomstick must have slid in there smooth. I don't know how the fuck you accidentally do that. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't... Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have to try hard to get in that thing. I don't know. Because the wood has a lot of friction on yeah. it, and it's just... And, like, you have, if you're wearing pants, like, does this thing just pierce the pant? Or are you walking around naked around the broomstick? Then I feel like you're kind of asking for it. Yeah. God, I can't... I guess I can't walk naked around my house anymore. Just not around a broom. Just put the broom away. 
Well, you know me with brooms and mops. I, True. They're my thing. True. <laughs> True. But speaking of uh, competition, Russia and Ukraine is boiling up quite bad. Very bad. Some would say we are entering World War Three. Yes. And Be to, good to, me. to give Up a brief, brief synopsis of this, basically Ukraine is about to be inducted into NATO. And what is concerning about that is that under the, I believe, fifth defense NATO clause, any country that is attacked in the NATO alliance, all NATO countries will wage war on that country that attacked them. Yep. And China and, Mil- and, and Russia and Belarus and some other countries have been running military drills for months now. And Ukraine, I just found this out today, U- uh, North Korea. But so they are letting them into NATO. They are letting them into NATO. Unless one country says no. It has to be unanimous vote. But it looks like all countries are going to say yes. So why are they doing this now compared to when the conflict first started when Ukraine asked? Because it usually takes time. This is being fast-tracked, man. That makes sense. That this makes is sense. A, this all is the paperwork and thing. shit. Yeah. yeah, a lot of paperwork. Um, and so now we are about... It reminds me... It, it's reminiscent of, like, high school drama. You know, like a high school relationship. It's like... we like So let's, let's pretend. Let's put... Let's make U.S. a boy, and let's make Russia a girl, and let's make Ukraine a girl. And so the U.S. and Russia, we met back in 1945 because okay. we didn't like this one bitch Hitler. Yeah. And so we start dating over our hatred over Hitler. And then we have a little rough patch, a little rough patch. We have, like, beef, but it's, like, silent beef, cold beef. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't actually do much, but it's like a little, it's tenacious. Sputnik. And then things are good for a while until this little slut called Ukraine comes in and starts fucking things up. And Ukraine starts fucking the U.S. And Russia doesn't like that. So Russia gets very jealous. She says, if you keep fucking Ukraine, I'm going to come fuck you. And I don't mean, uh, you know what I mean. Mm. And then we're like, no, I like her. She's cute. Mm. Fuck you. You're my ex, bitch. Oh, fuck. And we're back to being broken up. Damn. That's what it's like. Am I wrong? It's like an episode of the Kardashians. It's like you re-microwaved the beef and it was warmed up and now it's like cold again. Yeah, sure. Sure. There's another cold war going on. (laughs) (laughs) This will be a hot war. Very hot war. Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, government, look at that. Amazon Pharmacy. Isn't that great? Morgan Smith. I wonder what she got. Oh, she's refilling her Xanax prescription. What do you say? <laughs> that prescription bottle right there. Yeah. No, but that ties in perfectly with what I was going to talk about, too, with the Russian submarine. Okay. Yeah, I haven't heard about this. So there's a Russian submarine that went missing. Air quotes around missing. Basically, just, I guess, our intelligence or the public intelligence doesn't know where it is anymore. And... It's a nuclear submarine that can. I was like, was that gas? Key lime. LaCroix? It's great. Anyway. Are you from sorry. California? Yeah. Because you love LaCroix? Avocado toast. Go ahead. <laughs> um, the submarine basically, like hundreds of miles away, can shoot a 
nuclear bomb that will detonate underwater, cause a massive tsunami, and clear out a good portion of <laughs> coastal like land. Oh boy. So it's it's pretty serious. Yeah, goodbye Malibu. <laughs> See ya. Uh <laughs> not going to Miami anytime soon for the strippers rides. <laughs> DJ Khaled, ride your jet ski somewhere else. Oh. Can you imagine that if like they did one of those and uh it's like going off of Miami? And everybody just sees this big ass tsunami coming, and then it's like DJ Khaled on his jet ski, and he's like right on time. He's like, he's just I made it, bitches. They didn't believe in us. Yeah, <laughs> DJ Khaled. They wanted us to lose. <laughs> okay, sorry, <laughs> but it's it's missing, and people are scared. And is Israel's calling for? Oh, great. <laughs> We're getting Israel in the mix. We it's got not, the whole squad. It's not just Israel. There's other countries that are calling for all of the people who originated there, were born there, whatever. They're Russian citizens now. Mm-hmm. Everybody close to Israel needs to get the, back, get the fuck back home, basically. To Russia? No, to Israel. Oh. A lot of countries are calling for people to come back. From if they're in Russia, if they're in Russia, well, yeah. yeah, duh. I mean, you retarded. Why no, are but, you going to Russia? No, but they're right saying now? this now because tensions are rising so much uh, that once oh, yeah, the war baby. starts, they could just turn us into POWs just for being American and being there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So that's the main oh, reason yeah. why. People okay. Are, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're good, what are you going to take a vacation? In the last year, I wouldn't have taken a vacation to Russia. Fuck no. Like, you fucking stupid? Um, God knows why, but they just got to give that distress call out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Like, get the fuck back home before we have to nuke this motherfucker. Hey, just in case any retards who went to go to sit on a glacier in Russia, in Siberia, come back home. Mm-hmm. I feel like then I'd just be like, you know, if you're that stupid, you're better just, off just, not being. Just stay. Yeah. Nothing's going on. Cleansing. Just kidding. That sounds... That sounds like your master race right there. Yeah, we're not going to go there. Why not? You love talking about that. No, people like to roast me for looking Aryan. Roast me. Okay. For that. And I say... Now... I say, okay... Don't blame the genes. No. No. I say, okay, roast me on my master race. Now, I'm not saying they came at me. I'm not the one who started this. Well, I thought you were going to... And it's just a joke. I thought you were going to try and spin it a, a little a little different there, but you came exactly how I wanted you to. <laughs> That's, That's what, she, what said. she said. I was... Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, World War Three. Get yeah, ready for no, it. It's coming, Stay man. tuned. It is coming, and it's coming in hot. And this is what happens when you poke an angry bee nest. You get attacked by the hornets in a bee's nest. It's, in fact, so hot that once the war is declared from either side, the train conductor 
from Polar Express will come out with his hot chocolate and do the whole Whoa. hot chocolate dance. You know where, where did like, this come from? <laughs> oh, she got it. Oh, he got it. And then we're all going to drink hot chocolate and kill each other. What the <laughs> fuck? That <laughs> just explains to you how my brain works. Sometimes. Holy fuck. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. You did. I enjoyed that. That was very fun. Um, I would enjoy some of his <laughs> hot chocolate, dude. What? <laughs> World War Three to hot to Polar Express, circling back a little bit to hot chocolate to then dancing on a train. Interesting uh, path of consciousness you have, my friend. Yeah. But I love it. Oh, I know. This is why we have this show. I don't understand it sometimes either, you know. Yeah, but um Yeah, get ready for that. But I think they should just duke it out in a chess match. Dude. All Putin and Biden. We could put Oh God, <laughs> Jesus! Yeah, that's Putin like would fucking. Might as well just turn it now into Red Dawn. Yeah, you'd have for... better luck with Putin playing against a chicken. <sighs> for real. In chess. For real. And then that. Man... Honestly, what if we put Hans versus like the Russian number one? Because Hans is American. Oh. oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's like just a weird name. Yeah. Do you remember that kid that we went to high school with? His name was Hans? <laughs> okay. Well, of course we have Hans. We grew up in a place where you have like... Sharibs. Yeah, Sharibs to Jimmy and anything in between. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Um, Pink cocaine. Okay, we're moving on. Is it from Amazon Pharmacy? Yeah, actually, okay. you can get a coupon. You can sign up for this um, this Google Chrome browser add-on, and you'll get uh, free pink cocaine from Columbia. No, but um, this is a real thing. Recently, an uprising in this pink cocaine substance coming okay. out of Columbia. It's very popular in Columbia. It's turned into a whole... Sub subculture. Okay, they're making songs about it, like drill rap about pink cocaine. Exactly, yeah. pop music, whatever it is. They're yeah. talking about how they're just, they're just indulged in, yeah, hypnotized by this pink cocaine. But it's yeah. not cocaine at all. Oh, it's not. No, this cartel in Colombia who coined the pink. I think it's. I forgot what it's called. Tusi, Tusi, yeah, it's called Tusi, and Tusi was pink like a pussy, Tusi, Tusi, Tusi pussy, Tusi pussy pink cocaine, Tusi pussy pink cocaine, Tusi pussy pink cocaine. Slide, I'm gonna slide on the Tusi. No, I'm gonna slide and crash on that Tusi. Like no, like Tusi slide, Tusi slide. Drake, no, but it is a real problem because these people. Who they're just indulging in the nightlife of Colombia, yeah. Parties and clubs and stuff. There's this one cartel, I forgot what it's called, but they coined Tusi, and Tusi was an actual medication. Okay, it is it synthetic? It, it was an actual drug, but they just basically pulled the name off of the compound 
and put it into a mixture of like LSD, ecstasy, MDMA. And that's what this pink cocaine is. Yeah. It's a it's basically a clusterfuck of just hella drugs. So it's not even really cocaine. It's just like a fucking hodgepodge of fentanyl hodgepodge, and LSD and powder hodgepodge of LSD. Right. Crack. Um benzoids. Just a bunch of Yeah, but hey. A bunch of pills and stuff that's crushed up. It's, it's pink. Got, it's got like three different. It's pink, pink so it looks pretty. In it. Three it looks pretty. Pink. Yeah, it's pink. It that's, looks pretty. That's the thing, though, is that the pink color gives off this innocent, yeah. like it won't it's hurt sexy. you vibe. It's for the white bitches. It's not gonna hurt you. Yeah, it's like vapes. It's like vapes have like, you know, tutti frutti flavors. And it's like got the uh, like gloss around it, and it comes in this cute little package. It looks like lip gloss from Claire's. Exactly. And then it's got the skull and bones on the bottom, but you don't pay attention to that because you no. see tutti frutti no, on the you outside. You just see the advertising. And you're just like, yay! Same thing. Because just people, with these people think that it's the actual Tusi drug, but it's actually a concoction of every drug that will get them fucked up. Yeah, just like the. The kitchen sink, you know, that, like, kind of drink where they just, like, say they throw everything? Yeah. It's just the kitchen sink of cocaine. Mm-hmm. What could go wrong? Pretty much. And in an interview with them, like, while they're making it, this guy's smoking crack while he's making it. And he's like, yeah, we uh, we hurt some people sometimes, but we have to we have to do our job and we have to sell it. We have to make money. We have to sell toast. Because there's fentanyl also laced inside. Great. So you have these benzos, these benzodiazepine pills. You have cocaine, like shitty cocaine, crack, um, LSD, ecstasy, and MDA, and fentanyl. Ivermectin? And Viagra. I don't know. Okay. Well, fentanyl's popular. It's fun. Yeah. And then people are dying because of it. But in another interview with people on the street, they were like, is it usually rich upper class people or poor people that use this drug? And they said it doesn't discriminate. The drug doesn't discriminate. So the drug is woke, so it's gaining <laughs> attention. Since because the drug is so woke, people are just in... Voluntary, yeah, ingesting it, yeah, and that's why it's and pink. It's pink, yeah, it's to gonna... match the trans flag, exactly. Yeah, hey, the Colombian cartel is progressive; they're pro-trans. Yes, what are you gonna do to them? It's a great business model, honestly. yeah. But the lady who ran, who actually started it, it's a lady. This queen, even more, the queen of Tusi feminism. Is what Here she's we go. Called. I'm loving this. The I'm queen, loving it. The queen of Tusi. Okay. Lizzo she, ain't got shit on the Queen of Tussy, bitch. Yeah. Anyway. She just acted like a boss-ass bitch the Fuck entire yeah. time. She was like, yeah, we know we kill people with it, but it'll get you higher than any other drug out there right now. So yeah. people want it. And yeah. we're, we're trying to adapt to this population with something new and Hell yeah. get them hooked for life. Do you, does, is her face revealed? Do we know who she is? She's wearing a mask. Fuck. Pull her. Let's try to pull her up. I bet she's sexy. It was a Vice interview. What if it's Selma Hayek? Just look up pink Colombian cocaine. 
and then it should be the first Why would first that? YouTube video. But you talking about Lizzo made me think of something. Like she, like I was saying this in the the previous podcast, but don't you think she's been beached for too long? Yeah, she's dried up. Nobody cares anymore. I mean, she's but but you think she's dying? She needs to go back to the water. Indeed, Gloria. And she can be our defense well, mechanism for the Russian submarine. She can just go out and swallow the nuke before it, it gets oh, to shore. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the gravitational pull will be... Yeah. It'll immerse the missile so much that yeah. it'll just start she spinning around her. She can just stick her. it in her pussy, and, and then it'll go off. In her flap. Yeah. Her cunt flap. Yeah. Or her taint <laughs> flap. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, dude, looking at pictures of this shit, this, like, reminds me of Easter. <laughs> this looks like we're going to have some fun on Easter. Yeah. Nothing like celebrating the uh, the resurrection of Jesus with a little bit of tussy. Instead of making colored eggs with chocolates in them, just put tussy in in in. Easter eggs for your kids, and then you'll have a lot of fun. Oh my gosh! Then you'll have so much fun at the church service. Too much. <laughs> Too much fun. Be throwing it down. Too much sauce. Yeah, this shit looks scary, man. It is scary because in the interview, is that her? So you know how Vice no. is. No, they don't show her face, but no. you know Vice, their interview style. They always go uh, yeah. behind the scenes with the cartels and stuff like that. And to gain their trust, he had to try some of it. Really? Yeah. He was like, he was like, try it. Try it. Venga. Venga. And he was like, no gracias. No gracias. I, I don't need any. Mm-hmm. Obviously didn't speak Spanish. He didn't say like a Spanish the entire interview, which kind of was annoying. Yeah. But that's, that's besides the point. And this guy with a gun behind him, it's like an AK. And he's like, no, try it. Try it. Then he got to. Yeah. (laughs) No turning back now. now? He was like, okay, okay, I'll try a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, I changed my mind. And he tried it a little bit. Well, before he tried it, he was like, is there fentanyl in this? Fentanyl? And they were like, try it. (laughs) Try it, motherfucker. (laughs) Si, senor. (laughs) (laughs) And he tried it, and he was like, Thank God it didn't have fentanyl in it. <laughs> but it's just scary, dude. It's like an epidemic. Cocaine is being pushed out. And now the queen was saying that she has potential buyers in America. So I'm sure that's already been going through. And She's the new queen. Fuck the queen of England. Yeah. She in the dirt. For real. We got the new queen of Tussie. She's going to slide on you. Yeah, slide and crash, as the drill rappers say. I pull up on your book and slide and crash. If I pull up to the showdown, I'm going to make everybody go down. Uh, uh, Talking ho rounds, no sound made with the blade of toe to toe now. <laughs> God, yeah. that's so great. I'm coming out with a drill rap song sometime. It's going to be amazing. Um, I was listening to, I believe, Tim Dillon, and he said that in the Bronx, they do drill rap. And the big thing with them... Well, I mean, that's Pop Smoke's whole thing. And Fabia, was it really? 
Yeah, Pop Smoke. That, I didn't even know that. Pop Smoke really blew the lid off of the drill rap scene in New York. I thought drill rap was from England and, like, their thing. I, th- I, I don't know exactly where it, where it originated. Okay. It may be England. Why well, I, I don't like think them. I don't think Pop Smoke made drill rap. Well, drill rap just has like I don't know what it is about it. It's like it's just a very distinct flow. Rhythm. Yeah, rhythm. Yeah, I guess, but I feel like that's like And then the bass is always that those are the hi hats. The bass is always like Yeah. Oh man, I don't love their voice. I like just play listen to Brixton or welcome Slide to Brixton. Slide with a woody. Slide with a woody, man put two in your hoodie. <laughs> um, I'll just listen to that and then let the songs play after that. And then I mean I'm it's better than any like podcast. Autoplay, just yeah. So it's better better than any common podcast. Some more drill. Yeah, it's just like I mean, they are literally have reverted back to medieval warfare where they're just out in the streets. Having full on night battles with with swords. Yeah, they don't. It's crazy. They don't pull up on on, on the stoplight and shoot you. No. They, they corner you. Yeah, it's like a mouse, a cat and mouse game. Yeah, they corner you on the street or in the woods, and they literally just slice your organs out. Yeah, it's like a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Yeah, they're not fucking around. Exactly. They don't do no bitch ass drive by. Fuck you, U.S. rappers. Y'all have it easy. <laughs> go get the fucking machete and go cut someone up if you're really about it. Get a Kevlar vest. Yeah. Go out there. Lit- like, no, they wear Kevlar suits. Crotch Wear everything. Cups. Helmets. Everything's covered. They look like. I think they got a Kevlar cup. Probably. You can't have your weak spot being your dick. Swing at your dinghy. Men put two in your wingy. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but yeah, that's um, fucking shit. What was that? What else do we have to talk about? Speaking of Europe, the EU has here. Let me read this. This is the headline of a news article I read today. EU lawmakers impose single charger for all smartphones. And I so, like that idea. I'd really do. I do too. I think it's good because. Like you were saying earlier, Apple can't fuck us over anymore with all the different chargers. Because I came over one day. You have a newer computer than me. I came over one day not bringing my charger, thinking that we have the same charger. Mm -hmm. And then they, I find out they reverted back to their old chargers. Mm -hmm. So it makes no fucking sense. Fucking pigs. All for some money. You fucking... Burglars, as if they don't make enough off of these shitty exactly, new exactly. iPhones. Exactly, and see this to me. I'm about to make a point here. Okay, when you hear the word authoritarianism, what are your initial feelings? What are the first three words that pop in your head? Helicopter parents. Okay, that's two. Parents. Okay. So if I had asked someone who was not inebriated, they would have probably said bad. I'm just kidding. You're not inebriated. I <laughs> love you. 
Um, they would have probably said bad, evil, some shit, Nazis, some shit like that. This is proof that a little bit politics of that can be good. Yeah, politics was the end. It's a political philosophy. Yeah, that's the third word. Okay, that's the fourth word. Bad. I'll take your word for the fifth, and then I'll plead the fifth. You can keep going. I. Oh my God! Your stomach is growling. It's talking to me. It doesn't like how you just said must that. Must be time for din din. Um, it's just proof that sometimes you need a little bit of it. Sometimes you need some government to step in and say, "Hey, freedom isn't always what you need." You know, so you libertarians out there need to shut the fuck up because your freedom doesn't matter. Constitution doesn't matter. Nobody gives a shit. You don't really need to have all this freedom. What do you do with your freedom? Watch Twitch. You know, Apple patented, I think it was a year or two ago, they patented a uh, a certain accessory to iPhones that I don't think they're in them right now, but this is for the future. certain accessory that you can put in a device that can connect to Bluetooth and that other Bluetooth device broadcasting to your phone or whatever device shuts off the internet and cameras. Wait, hold on. All right. So let's say what? you're you're at the inauguration or something, and the government has these <laughs> giant machines that connect with your phone somehow, okay, Bluetooth or Wi-Fi or whatever the fuck it is, and it can remote control just shut off your camera and your internet access. I just thought that was interesting, you know, yeah. all, all the conspiracy theories out there that uh, we're, we're going to be pinned down. They're going to take our guns. They're going to take our wives, our children. They're going to take our fucking gardens. And you don't deserve it. I think we're headed in a good direction. I'd rather be a communist regime to where everybody's equal. Cause then there's, n- there's no more wokeness. There's no more, Oh, this is right. And this is wrong. This is how it will be. Yeah. And there's no you, more wokeness cause you're dead. You're literally not awake. At least everybody's equal. <laughs> I mean, that's what everybody wants. I mean, yeah, true. Um, I just, I, I want to go to Mexico and I, I want to be in the part of it. Like you seen the Irishman movie. Yeah. The, the premise of that movie is basically that he's the only made man. That's not Italian. I will be the only gringo that will be a, a cartel leader. And I will go in and I will establish an era of peace. That'd be kind of badass, actually. It would be so badass. That's why I'm playing on it. The peace thing isn't realistic, though. I think you it could. Is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Peace in the cartels? <laughs> the thing about the cartel, because my friends told me this, and I've read enough to make me think the same way. Okay. Is that the cartel is very heavily propagandized here. And two words that people often stigmatize are corruption 
and criminal organization or crime, and neither of which are inherently bad. If you think about it, the government, any government, the idea of government is essentially a criminal organization with a monopoly on violence. Like, think if, if you want to go legally harm someone, you have to work for the government. You have to be a cop, you have to be a, in the military, or maybe firefighter, some shit like that. Like, you can't just be like a, an assassin legally, you know? But where those two divide is morality. Exactly, but you have to keep that morality in check, and that's why we're a republic where the people are supposed to be represented by the government. But that's kind of changed because now we've just handed power over to the government. But I digress. Corruption is viewed as this bad thing too. Corruption is not bad. Without corruption, you don't really have hyper-successful, economically benevolent countries. And there's mutually beneficial corruption, like... uh, Say like bribery, okay? So like you're you're a wealthy real estate tycoon, and then you're talking to a city councilman, and you're like, hey man, I'm gonna give you one percent of everything I earn from this apartment complex that I want to build in the middle of the city, for the rest of your life every month, as long as you just don't get in the way with all the regulations and bullshit. And he'll be like, fuck yeah, I get money, bet. And he'll be like, fuck yeah, I get to build this apartment, I get money, I don't have to put up with the regulations, yeah. bet. And then a bunch of people benefit. Nobody's really getting harmed. And so really the the question then is what criminal organization do you want to be ruled by? And The one that pays people off for apartments or pays people off for smuggling drugs? Here's the thing, though. The cartel is very... And I've heard this, and I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying I've heard this. Is more familial. Whereas if you pay your dues, which is the same thing as taxes, you are good, you're protected. If anyone fucks with you, they're going to get fucked up. If you fuck with anyone, you get fucked up. And they have like a big sense of loyalty there. Like they they watch out for their own. Mm -hmm. Because for many people in these Hispanic countries... The cartels provide them an enormous sense of income that they exactly have never been able to find exactly. outside of it. And protection because they give they give order, but they have a loyalty about it, a familialty, a familialty, whatever f- family, a fucking family. Fuck you. A familial congenial disposition. What is this fucking noise? All right. Anyway. Um, and the barrier of entry to get into that criminal organization in the U.S. is way too high. You have to be a, a multi-billion dollar net worth person or have power that's the equivalent to that, like, you know, Bushes or something, like political power. We have a big say in what's and going on. And in Mexico, per se, to get in the cartel, it's not hard at all. No. You, if, you have, if you have $100 million in America... You're pretty rich, but you're not able to bend the rules and do whatever you want. But you go down to Mexico with $100 million, you're a fucking king. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But, you know, nevertheless, I say these things. The U.S. is a better place to accumulate wealth, but there are many other... It's not a great place to use wealth and, and actually put it to work because everything is so expensive here. Yeah. 
But if you go to another country like, you know, Mexico or like a Romania or something like that, you know, you can pay certain people off. You can kind of be one of the kings of that country. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. It's just the morality and risk is much greater in those other positions. Well, do we do incredibly immoral things. Incredibly immoral things. Oh, yeah. Like what we're doing in Yemen right now, we're literally funding a genocide. We are giving weapons and money to the Saudi Arabians to go in and murder the people of Yemen. A literal genocide. We've had two uncalled for wars, Vietnam and Korea, that we had no business in being in. We've we annihilated two cities with nuclear bombs and then killed even more people with fire bombs in Tokyo, which many people don't know about. So we do incredibly immoral things. We kill our own people all the time. We have the we have the most people in prison and then I think like the eighth highest population. Like China has the most people in the world and they have like a, a two thirds of the people in prison that we do. Yeah. I'm just saying from like a regular person's perspective. Like a regular person around the Sinaloa cartel sees a lot worse things than a regular person around here. That's why you got to go in and be a part of that and make a change. Make a change. That's peace. why you. Put, that's, that's why you want to be the first gringo exactly. in there and form peace. I'd go in there and create a libertarian utopia similar to that of Rapture and Bioshock. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You know, I saw a uh, saw a documentary where this. This team went in. I forget which cartel it was. It was in Mexico. I know that for sure. And they went in, and they learned about these kids who are literally 17, 18, learning to be hitmen by the cartel. And they're going through drills. They're shooting a gun for the first time in their lives. And they're told, like, hey, if you can't do this, we're going to have to kill you because you've already seen too much you you already know too much because at any moment one of these kids could just go to the police or something and see here's my thing to further fortify my argument my assertion okay would you rather have that have your kid be threatened if he doesn't want to be a hitman and go kill people for the cartel or have your kid be a non-binary furry twitch streamer well, when you put it that way, you really do make a solid argument. Either kill people against your will or... Wear a tail and don't know what gender you are. And play video games. Transition, cut your dick off, and then 10 years later regret that decision. Exactly. Exactly. How long are we at? Almost an hour. Okay, we're going to keep it going a little longer. Yeah. We're going to keep it going a little yeah. longer. A little longer. Yeah. You know a funny thought I had the other day? What? So, during the Roe v. Wade thing, mm-hmm. sorry we're getting political. It's not my fault. It's, it's not... It's all your fault. We're not political. We're not politically biased. We're just talking about things no, that yeah. are in politics. Yeah. Because everything's political now. If you, if you look at a woman yeah. and she has a cat, you're like, that's a liberal. If she has a dog, you're like, that's a conservative. Yeah. If someone drinks coffee, that's a conservative. If someone drinks tea, that's a liberal. And if she, has, if she has 12 cats, you say she has schizophrenia. 
and probably conservative at that point. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Isn't that funny how, like, if you have one cat, you're like, that's a liberal. But 12, you're like, that's probably a closeted Nazi <laughs> schizophrenic patient. Um, but, no, so during Roe v. Wade, there's this picture of this woman, and she was holding her baby, had a baby in her stomach. Like, she was very pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then she had a toddler next to her wearing a shirt that said, I don't have to be here. And then she painted on her stomach. She said, this is a choice. I could end it tomorrow if I wanted. And so, so there's that. That is. And then the funny thing about people on that side of the aisle. The things people do to make a point. Oh, yeah. But the funny thing about people on that side of the aisle is that they started this new thing called Vabies. Which is where the baby comes out oh non-binary. Gosh. If there's a fucking play on words in any way, they have complete dominance over it. Oh, and yeah. it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Babies. Babies. And so the, the irony here is that you don't want to be oppressive and put your newborn child in a prison of gender, but you have no problem turning it to puree when it's inside the womb. Like, can you imagine being a baby and, like, let's say, let's just pretend like you're consciousness for humor's sake. And you're like, you like, you, you feel the clamps come in and you're like, oh, this bitch oh. must have decided to be in a, to get an abortion. And they're like on your head. And then you're like, at least this bitch didn't gender me. And then. Gosh, that is really, really narrow with the. Uh... I'm just trying to give imagery here. That was good in imagery. imagery. Thank you. you want to hear some some good imagery too? Yeah. I was watching some stand up. I forgot who it was earlier okay. at work today. He was like, "What? What if we had the perspective of a baby? You know, a baby that's not born yet. Just like, oh, this is pretty cramped in here. Yeah. This is a pretty small den that I'm living in." You know, when am I going to get the fuck out? Oh, shit. That's not how you hang clothes. <laughs> and I I was like, at first I was like, damn, that's dark as fuck. And then I, I was like, that's, that's funny, funny as, as fuck. fuck. That is funny oh. as fuck. There are a lot of good abortion jokes. There's that Bill Burr bit about how he was like, he was like, if you, <laughs> he said, I'm like, I look at abortion as like how I look at cooking a cake. Like, if you just have the batter and you haven't put it in the oven yet and you throw it out, that's no problem. But if you leave it in for a little while and then you take it out midway through, I'm like, what the fuck is this? He's like, you got to just let it cook Gosh, all the way through at that dude. point. It's very that funny. Is, that is such a great simile. It is. Isn't that funny that there are these things such as dark humor or humor that's very political and nature uh, it's like comedy is the one thing that people can let their guard down let their walls down and just forget about any of their biases and just have fun like when, used to be used to be not I so mean, much I think anymore so still but yeah especially you know. with the wokeness it's yeah been, it's but been, i know what you're it's saying it's been pulled away but when every single time if it's like cat williams 
or whoever it is, if he's talking about white people, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get offended. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm sitting there laughing. Fuck. Yeah. Oh. That's why, and comedy is like the best, like they say, um, laughter is the best medicine. Mm-hmm. And like, that's like a childish way to say it, but comedy is like the best medicine. Like I... For the soul. I fell in love with comedy because of how much pain I was going through at that time. And when you make a joke out of something serious that's happening to you, it takes power away from that and gives it back to you. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I love it. And like Annie Lederman, who's a great comic, she was like molested by her teacher in like fifth grade or something. Fucking horrible. But she makes jokes about it because she's like... If I get upset about that one thing when I'm, like, making all these other jokes, obviously that thing has more power over me mm-hmm. than I do of it. And I think it's just a great way of thinking about it. It's a good outlook. That's a great outlook on it. Yeah. And it's just, like, when you realize, it makes you realize that life's just a big fucking joke. Like, yeah. somebody's always going through something worse, and then usually, like, Something you go through at, like, 20 that you feel like is the end of the world, like most fucking people, you just put yourself in your shoes at 30. You're going to be like, I don't know why I got worked up about that. Yeah. You know? The thing is with me, and I'm sure most people who love comedy, such as yourself, is are the hecklers and people who are out there just trying to shit on the comedian's parade. Yeah. Just for something politically edgy yeah. that he said. Yeah. It's like, chill the fuck out. Just sit down, have a drink, yeah. have a good time. Like just Those are people who are just completely inept comedically. And I think the only way you can do that, and this is why it stemmed from wokeness, and wokeness is more so a rich person thing than it is a poor person thing, is because... You've never gone through anything. You've never had humor is really just a coping mechanism, is really what it is. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah. Like ultimate. That's why dark humor is the funniest because it's it's a defense mechanism. If you can make light out of the dark, that's a better way to view the world. Because, and, like you said, you're right. Psychologically, humor yeah. is like if you're in a situation where you're really fucking scared for your life. You know, you might laugh. It might not be appropriate seemingly to the social aspect, but that's just your reaction. But then you just feel like at ease. Mm -hmm. And, um, but people who have never gone anything, they haven't had to do that. They haven't had to like laugh tough shit off and be like funny in a moment where it's not appropriate to be or when they don't want to be. That's what I think at least. I agree. I agree. Everybody has their own perspective, and some people aren't as, I don't know, as as aware, maybe. Yeah. I don't want to say they're ignorant. Yeah. So now we've psychologically dissected humor. Last week, we we took an Andrew Tate perspective on things Mm -hmm. with women. So we're both. We've, we've, Filled the gaps We're him That men need We are Jordan Peterson And Andrew Tate Don't you know I'm walking here well, That is a 
I was doing Jordan Peterson versus Canadian. I know. And you pulled out Guido from the Brooklyn <laughs> fucking street sidewalk. <laughs> but anyway. No, but that was a that was a good connection right there. Can't have humor without It's like the Zen and the what what is it? The yin and the yang. You can't have happy moments without sad moments. If you just have happy moments your entire life, you've never experienced sad. So Oh yeah. What's being happy? Oh yeah. Nothing. Yeah, yeah and it's um do you know who Carl Jung is, the psychologist? Mm-mm. We're getting very serious here, okay? Just listen. I don't give a fuck. Turn it off if you want. This is a serious segment. This is developmental therapy with your host, Carson Ager and Hunter Monahan. Um, Carl Jung was Sigmund Freud. You know Sigmund Freud. Yeah. His main pupil. And then Sigmund Freud, being an atheist, did not like when Carl Jung started to support Judeo-Christian beliefs and values. And so he pretty much exiled him. He said, you're not, you're not learning from me anymore. I don't support this, all that shit. That's fucked. Yeah. And then Jung went on to do better work. Like, you know, Freud, who came up with his theory about sexual frustration in men, how it stems to the Oedipus complex about you want to yeah. fuck your mother? Yeah. Right. So that guy is apparently the the pioneer of psychology and psychiatrics. 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 Fuck you. Um, but Carl Jung would take on a philosophical route. And one of the things he talks about is the shadow in yourself. And the shadow is basically all of the things about you that you are too ashamed to... Revealed to the external world, but also yourself. Things you don't want to wow, admit to yourself. that's deep. So you bury them down deep. And it can either be a lot of things buried down very deeply, or it can be very big things that you've buried down. Either way, it bleeds out into life, and that's why he believes we have mental illness. Because hmm. we live in a world where, at that time, the world was getting more interconnected, and everybody was trying to be more and more and more and more and more, and more perfect because they're constantly exposed to other people. The social and so we, status. And yeah, and especially now with social media. I mean, God, it's gotten even worse. Mm-hmm. And so we bury those things down deeply. Exponentially. We bury them down very deeply. But he thought that the remedy to this was to be able to really take a non-biased, kind of third-party sort of view of yourself and say, what is wrong with you? you got to acknowledge that shadow. Be friends with it. Because one of his quotes mm. was, you can only see the light when you see the shadow. <laughs> I like that. Mic drop. I like that. Yeah. That's great. So be should... friends with your demons. Exactly. Don't hold anything in. Don't be a furry. Just look at yourself and say, I am a, a submissive in bed and like to be fucked by men. And as soon as you know that, you begin to work everything out and you don't have to put on the ears and the cattail anymore. Yeah, you don't have to ask your teacher to go to the litter box. Right. Or be put in a cat kennel. Because I heard this thing, I don't know if it's true, but schools are implementing litter boxes. Really? That's great. Because students are actually asking to go to the litter box. 
I mean, don't they deserve it? Because they teach you so much valuable information in school. I mean, these fucking second graders who are learning they, them, incorrectly as pronouns, and they're the ones growing up with these tales. And I mean, they already existed, but... It's going to be great. It's going to be a whole different breed, a whole different species. It's going to be so great in a couple years. You know, there's that quote... um, I think from Frederick Douglass. A true man plants the seed of the tree whose shadow he will never sit under. Mm. It's a quote about leaving a legacy and leaving a better world for your children that you won't get to behoove from. Hmm. And I think we've done that. I think our parents did that. And... Um, I think we're doing that for these second graders mm-hmm. by teaching them the things we teach. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the and school system has not failed us no. before. I mean, no. God, why would they fail us now? You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, they're teaching them great things like um, critical race theory and that your cock doesn't mean you're a man. And that you can always switch sides. Gender studies. Swing the other way if you'd like. Yeah. And that I read this one too, that math is inherently racist and a project, uh, a product of the white supremacist hegemony. Yes, it is. Really? Yes. Do you know anything more about that? Um, The fact that the objective reality, or so we're told, that two plus two equals four uh, is not open to subject subjective interpretation. Because math and science go together, and gender studies, and having a dick and not thinking you need it, they also go together. So they have yes. to quarrel. Yes. Yes. Precisely. Anyways... Get hunkered down, find a nuclear fallout shelter. Shit's about to go down. Let's go, Ukraine! Hey, hey! It's like in Super Smash Bros. where they start chanting your name and you get really hype. Have you ever heard that? Mm-hmm. Like, like I play as Krom, they're like, Krom, Krom, Krom. <laughs> I'm going to start yelling, Slinsky, Slinsky, Slinsky. Um, but yeah, try pink cocaine. That's all the advice I have. Chop your cock off, wear a tail. Play chess. Play chess. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in.